the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, thank you for tuning in. You are listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas, and I'll be with you for the next hour. And we'll be taking your calls. We'll be praying for your prayer requests, talking about the Bible. So uh, get ready to call in. Number is one 888 But before we do that, you know, this program is a program of prayer. And we seek the Lord in prayer. We stand in the gap for for, for the needs of, of, of his people. Uh, and I just want to open this program with prayer. So would you pray with me? Would you pray for me? Pray for this next hour that the Lord would be, you know, we need him. You know, if God doesn't show up, what use is it? But when God shows up, awesome power is displayed, awesome power, miracles are seen. So let's just pray and ask the Lord that he would do his, that he would have his will done tonight through this next hour. So Father, we thank you. You are so awesome and mighty. You are so wonderful and great, Lord. There's no word, there are no words to describe you enough. So I thank you, Lord. I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you, Lord, that we get to come before you tonight, Lord, in prayer. We get to seek you out tonight, Lord. We get to meet with you tonight, Lord. You've chosen this time to meet with us, Lord, and I just thank you for it. Father, I just pray, Holy Spirit, that you would take over for this next hour and that we would experience your power, your strength, your blessing. Lord, that we would just experience all that you have in store for your people tonight, Lord. Whatever the needs are, Lord, you know each and every one, and I know you'll meet every need, Lord. So I just pray, Lord, that we would seek you tonight together as the body of Christ, that we would seek you, that we would seek your face, that we would worship you tonight, Lord, that we would seek you out in prayer and in your word, Father, just bless the people tonight. Holy Spirit, take over in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Again, thank you for tuning in. I know, it's up, I know you're up late, so it's great that you tuned in. And you can call in with your prayer requests. If you, if you need prayer or if you know somebody who needs prayer, let's stand in that gap. Let's pray for the prayer requests. Let's pray for the needs of his people. Let's pray for your needs. What are you going through? What, 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 what is there that we can pray about for you tonight, with you tonight? Would you give us the opportunity? Would you give me the opportunity? Would you give me the privilege uh, to pray with you about what you need, about what's going on in your life? You know, the Bible tells us in James 5, uh, 14, Is anyone among you sick? Then he must call for the elders of the church, and they are to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will restore the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. You know, I can't physically anoint you with oil, but the the the, the symbol of of the Holy Spirit is the oil. You know, we want to we want you to be anointed with the Holy Spirit tonight. So let's pray tonight that the Holy Spirit would just touch you wherever you're at and heal you and raise you up. Whatever situation you're in, call in tonight. So if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in the numbers one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for the live on air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, you know, just call in and we'll put it before the Lord. We'll bring it before the Lord together. If you have a, a Bible question tonight, you know the Bible tells us the word of God tells us to contend earnestly for the faith. That means be ready to give a defense for the faith that you have in Christ. Be ready to stand up and just defend you know, and when I say defend, I mean know what you believe 
and then know why you believe it. And be able to explain it. The Bible also tells us, be ready to give every man an answer for the faith, for the faith that is within you, with gentleness and with respect. Are you able to do that? Well, if you have a question tonight, if there's something that's been bothering you, if there's something that's been on your mind, if there's something you've read or something that uh, uh, you heard, maybe there was a, a, a Bible scripture or a teaching or, or something that you heard, and you want to get a better understanding, I encourage you to call in tonight. I'd love to have the opportunity to seek God's word with you. So call in. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five. 5552 for the live on the air calls. If you have a Bible question, a question about Christianity, a question about religion, cults, the occult, uh, you know, uh, Halloween is coming up uh, next week. If you have a question on Halloween, uh, give me a call and let's talk about it. Uh, are your kids going to go out trick or treating? Is it right for a Christian to send out his kids uh, for trick or treating? Is it right for a Christian to participate in Halloween? Let's talk. Let's talk about it. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. Hey, if anybody heard the, the Frank Sontag uh, show this week, he did a show all week on racism. I'd like to get your comments. If you heard the show uh, this week, if you had any comments uh, on the Frank Sontag show, you know, I was on the, I was on his program. He he uh, invited me um, to be on his program this last Wednesday. And spent uh, the afternoon, spent the, the the full time, the two hours with him in studio, and we talked about racism in the culture and racism in ch- in the church and prejudice, and things like that. Uh, so I'd like to get your feedback. If you heard the show uh, any time this week, anything that's on your mind that you heard, uh, I'd love to to hear what you thought about the about this week's subject with Frank Sontag on racism. It's been a hot topic uh, in the country in the church. So give a call. The number is one eight eight eight. Nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for the live on the air calls. If you have a prayer request, if you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, a Bible question, question about the cults, the occult, uh, Halloween, whatever's on your mind, or a praise report, or just a comment on uh, on the show this week with Frank Sontag. So give us a call. Number is one eight 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 nine nine five. Fifty-five, fifty-two. Uh, again, I'm going to remind you that we get together every Friday night for a prayer meeting, for a prayer and worship meeting. Uh, we uh, we had our uh, our meeting last night. It was awesome. We had a great time together. Uh, we finished up the Gospel of Mark, so uh, we'll be starting something new this week. So this would be a great time for you to for you to join our meeting. Come out and pray and worship with us. Come out and study the Word with us. Uh, we're in the Bible. We're getting in the Bible again with the, with a new series. So come out and worship with us on Friday nights. We'd love to see you out there in Arcadia uh, at the church. The address is 805 North 1st Avenue. That's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. We get together every Friday night at 8 p.m. So come on out. Come out, come out and worship with us. We'd love to, 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 to see you. We'd love to see you out there. Again, 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's really easy to get to. Just take the 210 freeway and get off at uh, Santa Anita Avenue. Go north one block to Foothill. Make a right. You'll go one more block to 1st. Make another right, and you'll see us on the corner. We're at the corner of Forest and 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia every Friday night at 8 p.m. We're there worshiping, seeking the Lord in prayer, and getting into his word. So come on out. We'll see you there on Friday night. Make a, a you know, put an alarm on your clock, uh, put an alarm on your phone, uh, or, or, or put a, a, a note on your calendar, and come on out Friday nights at 8 p.m. Um, well, let's go to our first callers. Uh, the number is one 888 If you have a prayer request, if you have a question, a praise report, whatever's on your mind tonight, give us a call. Uh, let's go to our first caller, and we're going to talk to Vicky. Hi, Vicky. Hi. You're, hi, you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Yes, I just wanted to come into agreement that uh, when me and my mar- 
friend Mark go over to Arlette's house. We'll have protection. Uh, she's living with a, uh, well, it's the manager or the owner. Uh-huh. And she practices black magic and things. She needs salvation. I pray for Lena's salvation, but also that uh, Arlette would not be kicked out because she's taking advantage of her and trying to say she has to pay $300 or get out on the first. And, you know, she'll take her money and say she's going to go buy something, and then she uses it on herself. And I mm-hmm. think she's illegally operating a boarding care somehow. So just that that situation would be resolved and, you know, God would bring peace to it. Well, Father, we just pray, Lord, for this situation. First, I pray for Vicki. And our friend, Lord, that your protection would be upon them, Lord. Lord, that there would be a hedge of protection all around them. That you would give our guardian angels, Lord, to watch over them. And that there would be no, that no harm would come to them, Lord. That no attack would come upon them, Lord. But that you would empower them with the power of your Holy Spirit to go boldly, Lord. And speak boldly and, and just be uh, ambassadors for your truth, Lord. Ambassadors for your grace and your mercy and your love, Lord. Like she said, Lord, this person needs salvation. This person who's who's practicing black magic needs salvation. They're they're involved in the spirit world, Lord, and they're involved in the wrong area, Lord. The wrong area, Lord. Demonic activity is going on in their life, and they don't even know it, Lord. But Father, I just pray that you would bring light into that darkness, Lord. That you would just bring truth where there's been lies, and that Lord, that Vicky and her friend, Lord, would be the ambassadors of that truth, Lord. That they would be the takers of that truth. That you would use them, Father for your purpose, Lord, and for your plan, Lord, to save this woman. And, Father, I pray, Lord, that this rent problem, that you would resolve it, Lord, in a way that is according to your will, and that all would be done for your glory, Lord. I thank you and I praise yeah. you. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus name. Amen. amen. God bless you, Vicki. Thanks for your thank call. You. Uh-huh. I'll give you a praise report. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Uh, no, when, when God does this, I'm going to Okay, we'll be waiting to hear from you, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. God bless. Bye. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. We are a live program. We are not recorded. We are here in studio. So when I give you the number, you can call in tonight, right now, right now at this very moment. You can call in. We can pray for your prayer request. We can pray for your need. We can uh, look in the scriptures together. If you have a question, a comment, call in. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one. 888-995-5552 for the live on-the-air calls right now. Call in. Don't wait. Uh, the, you know, we've got a few phone calls. You know, Vicki and, and Rosie, I'll get to your calls in just a second. But we want you to call in tonight with your questions, with your prayer requests. Call in tonight so we can get before the Lord with you on your behalf. We want to stand in the gap with you for your need, for your loved one need. You know, if, if you know somebody who needs prayer somebody who's sick, somebody who's going through something. Let's pray for them. Let's stand in the gap together as brothers and sisters in the Lord. Uh, we also want to stand in the gap for uh, Eula Johnson. She's asking for a prayer request for pain in her back. So, Father, we just come before you and praying for Eula. Lord, we pray, Lord, about this pain, Lord, that you would relieve this pain, that you would alleviate this pain, Lord, that you would touch her, Lord, with the touch of your Holy Spirit. Father, that you would fill her, Lord, with your joy, that you would fill her, Lord, with just a, a perfect feeling of of, 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 of of no pain, Lord, that this pain in her back, Lord, would be relieved through the power of your touch. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's go back to the phone lines, and let's talk to another Vicky. Hi, Vicky. you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi, I just want to uh, comment on Halloween. Okay, the first three letters in Halloween is hell, I believe, right? Does Say that again. The first three letters uh, in Halloween would be H-E-L-L, right? No, it's H-A-L-L, Halloween. Oh, H-A-L-L. Okay. okay. Well, I can but but, it's, but yeah. it represents, okay. but, but believe me, I agree with you. It, it, rep- it represents everything that's in hell. You're right. So, right. Okay, that's just goes to show you that I don't really um, think about Halloween. Mm-hmm. But I do pray for uh, all the people that are out. You know, uh, celebrating uh, that day, mm-hmm. and as far as the Christian goes, I I don't agree with especially uh, Christian families that are taking their children out. Uh, I heard a lady uh, saying that, oh, I think it's okay because we just go out to get candy, but yeah, she's uh, Satan is very subtle, so a lot of times he wants us to believe that it's really okay to do things that's really wrong in God's eyes because. Sometimes he can he can have a thinking that that thing 
that are sinful are small things, okay? Mm-hmm. But the Bible says in Psalm uh, 138, Jesus said that he will perfect those things that concern us. So I do pray, and we have to pray for all the Christian families that are out, you know, trick-or-treating on that night, because I know that a lot of churches are actually having services during, you know, those days. So that is my belief as far as Halloween goes, because it's, it's a dark place, and a lot of people are actually celebrating Satan on that, that, that night. Right. And day. I, so that is my comment. But I'll <coughs> well, well, I want I want to thank you for your call, and thank you for your comment, first of all. Yes. And I, I agree with you that, you know, Halloween, you know, Christians should not participate in the activities right. of Halloween. You know, if right. churches want to have a harvest festival or they want to try and replace it with something else uh, that's that's uh, uh, glorifying to God or that's mm-hmm. emphasizing on the Lord, that's fine. And I, I agree with that. That's, that's perfectly fine. But for Christians to participate in any activity, including trick-or-treating, even if it's just for the sake of, you know, of enjoying candy or whatever, you know, I think of what the Bible says in, uh, in 1 Thessalonians uh, 5.11. It says, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophetic utterances, but examine, and here's the thing, examine everything carefully. Hold fast to that which is good and abstain from every form of evil. Now, in in, in other uh, 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 versions, it says abstain from even the appearance of things that are evil. And definitely, the the appearance of Halloween is that of the dark side. It's it's yeah. evil. Uh, it's it's everything about <clears throat> witches and 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 vampires and monsters and and everything evil. And it's, it's satanic in nature. So why would a Christian want to participate in something that has the appearance of evil, even if they don't think it's evil? It appears evil. So stay away from it. The Bible tells you. So. Right. So I agree with you, and that's. I just want to put a scriptural uh, uh, foundation there that the reason uh, Christians should not participate in Halloween is that it's evil in nature. First of all, it appears yeah. evil. The appearance is there. And what are we teaching our kids? Are we teaching our kids that it's okay to 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 get involved with things like this? I don't think it's a good idea. Okay. Sure, go ahead. Okay, okay. Father God, uh, we want to come to you. We are coming to you with a humble heart. And first and foremost, I pray for my brother here and his family, Father God. We pray for everyone in the whole world. We also ask you, Jesus, that you continue to help us to sin less and less and less each day. We know that we're not perfect, but we know that you are perfect inside of us. And we just pray for all the people that have not come into the kingdom yet but they're on their way into the kingdom, and we renounce the spirit of worry, the spirit of weariness, the spirit of not knowing what's going to happen, no, what's going to happen next, because Jesus said, we know that you are all-knowing. We ask you this, the Son's name's sake, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you for calling, Vicki. God bless you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. If you'd like to call in tonight, if you have a prayer request that you'd like to put before the Lord, if you need prayer, call in. The number is 1-888-995-5552. Also, for your comments, if you have a comment or a question on Halloween, or uh, if you have a question about the Bible, about Christianity, about the cults, the occult, world religion, doctrine, doctrine, theology, whatever's on your mind tonight, we encourage you to call in with your questions, call in with your praise reports, with your prayer requests. Call in. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's one 888 Nine nine five fifty five fifty two. We also have a prayer request from uh, Pat uh, in Norwalk, uh, praying for healing. So, Father, we just pray, Lord, for Pat. Uh, we pray for healing, Lord. That, Lord, that you would just touch this child, Lord, your child. I don't know if it's a, a man or a woman, Lord, but I just pray for Pat, Lord, that you would heal them, Lord. Lord, from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet, Lord, that they would enjoy perfect health, Lord, that you would take care of the situation, this problem, Lord. Heal her or him in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, let's go back to the phone lines. We're going to talk to Rosie. Hi, Rosie. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Uh, 
I'm uh, I have a question and I was wondering, you know, the question is, uh, I, I lately I've been really pursuing, um, I guess what I call shining the light according to the way that as the Holy Spirit leads me uh, for salvation and to people. And I have, I have actually, uh, get, uh, twelve people have actually accepted as I as I approached them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I initiated conversation, and before I knew, I asked them boldly, "Would you like to receive Christ Jesus as their Savior?" I do uh, tell them about hell, mm-hmm. which is something which is something that the churches never speak of or even the preachers, which I don't think it's right, because these people need to know that hell is a reality. It's a kingdom of itself. Mm-hmm. Because Father God curdled down Satan and his demons down there, but he also does, never created it for us. And yet our spirits, the, the, his creation, he gave us a spirit which is going to live forever. When we say we die, we're not dying. Our spirit is living forever, either back to the original plan in Christ Jesus mm-hmm. or to Satan's kingdom. Well, here, well, here's here's anyway. My question is, you know, my my prayer is uh, going to that to the, to the, my prayer. Uh, I wanna I, I wanna ask prayer for myself because uh, ever since I gained those twelve people into the salvation kingdom, oh my goodness, Satan is throwing one thing and one thing piling me up. Mm-hmm. I mean piling me up with with um, all kinds of things, bad things that are happening to me. And I'm really frightened inside, not at him or or, or anything else, but to the fact that the things that he's throwing at me is the things that I have to literally trust on God, on the majesties, to, to really see me through. For example, I had a 2016 Kia, and it was only one year old. Uh, I placed it. I still have a painting. I placed it in, I parked it in a really safe place. Everybody parks there, and I had never parked in there, but that night I was available. So, oh, thank you, Father. I I, I parked it there. Did you know my car was total? Mm. The next morning when I got over there, uh, I almost fainted. I was heading over to full work, and my car was completely total. And it was a hit or run. And and all these other horrors are happening. Mm-hmm. Like for example, I lost my job, mm-hmm. and I'm doing my job, but people keep slandering me, and I'm thinking, oh my God, I cannot handle this. Um, my company, I mean, thank God for the company. I believe that he placed me in there, uh, the mattresses, and so therefore, no matter what, how much they slander me, uh, you know, they, uh, they still give me another place. But this time, even the boss, he said, oh, Rosie, why is it that you're losing your jobs every time, every time? Your post, I said, I don't know, Nelson. I said, okay. I'm doing my job well, to, to the best of my ability. Well, let me, let me step in here for let me step in, let me step in here for a second, Rosie. You know, just for time's sake, I I thank you for your for for your call, and I, I thank you for your heart that that you you want to you know just express the love of God and lead people to the Lord. And uh, you know, I don't you know we, it shouldn't surprise us you know when when this world comes after us or, we're, or when the enemy comes after us. You know, as we seek and desire to serve God, because Jesus said that the world hated Him. And that the world would hate us also, and as soon as we put on that armor, as soon as we get out there in in the in the battlefield, you know we're going to get attacked, and we should expect it. Now, uh, I, I'm sure you did expect it. Now, I'm sure you're you rec- you're recognizing it. But that's you know that's part of being a Christian, you know. And we're going to get out there and you know showing showing true faith. And you are you're showing true faith because you're not giving up. You're not giving in. You're going forward, and I commend you for that. 
you know. But we need to know that there are, like you said, there are spiritual forces out there. There is a physical hell. And one of the misconceptions of hell is that it's Satan's kingdom. Hell is not Satan's kingdom. Hell is Satan's punishment. It was created to punish Satan, to imprison him so that he would not uh, uh, be out and about like the, like he is now uh, doing his evil uh, 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 his evil yeah. agenda his evil yeah. his evil agenda you know uh, hell was created as a punishment as a prison for Satan and those who follow him the demons that followed him but unfortunately humans follow him too because they want the, they reject Jesus Christ so we right. were we're out there and you're out there you know, proclaiming the name of Christ and sharing the love of Christ and sharing his grace and his mercy and his message, the message of the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, that there is salvation through Jesus for all those who would accept and confess him as Lord and Savior. So, you know, be bold, you know, be truthful, be loving, be gentle, be respectful, but be out there. Be, you know, there's, not, there's not enough of, of, of Christians out there willing to share their faith and be able to to express the, the love of Jesus Christ. So I commend you for that. We're going to pray right now. So, Father, I just ask you, Lord, I thank you for Rosie. I thank you for, for her desire to serve you, Father. But, Lord, there are a lot of spiritual battles out there. There are a lot of attacks out there, Lord, for, against Rosie and against many of your children. So, Father, I just pray your protection upon Rosie. I pray, Lord, that whatever's going on, Lord, that you would be the one who solves all of these problems in her life, Lord, the, 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 that you would provide a car for her, Lord, and, Father, that you would just take care of the situation with her job, Lord, and that you would, Father, that you would just continue to bless her, Lord, as she goes out uh, sharing your word and leading those to Christ. Yes, Father, I just pray that you would use her for your glory, use her for your kingdom, Lord, that there would be yes. a hedge of protection around her, that there would be guardian angels, Lord, just Hallelujah. protecting her, Lord, and the Holy Spirit empowering her and speaking through her. So, Father, we pray according to your will for her life, according to your will, Lord, for, for, for what yes, you sir. desire to do through her. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you very much. God, Have a wonderful evening. God bless you, Rosie. Bless you. And if you'd like to call in tonight, the number is one eight 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 nine nine five fifty five fifty two. If you have a prayer request or a question about the Bible, a question about Christianity, doctrine, theology, whatever is on your mind tonight, call in. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. Call in with your prayer requests, again, with your Bible questions, and uh, with your comments on uh, the Frank Sontag uh, uh, show this week. He did a show about racism in the country, in the culture, and in the church. If you heard the program, I'd love to get some feedback from you and know what you thought about it. So call in tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five fifty five fifty two. Let's go back to the phone lines. We're going to talk to Elaine. Hi, Elaine. You're on the air. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hi. Hour. How can we help you tonight? Well, I'm calling because oh God, I don't know why I got emotional right now, but I'm just calling because I know that my mom, she's 85, and she needs a lot of spiritual prayer because I know that she feels that she has no purpose here, but I know God has a purpose to her still if she wouldn't be here. And I just, she has no will anymore to do anything. She just feels that she has to be unhappy and in pain all the time. Oh, Lord. Lord, we come before you, Father, and we pray for Elaine, we pray for her mom. Lord, there is hope. There's always hope. There's Lord, Father, when, when we have a, such an awesome and mighty God, we serve the God of the universe, who, the creator of the universe. We serve the one who spoke and everything leapt into existence. We serve a majestic, a majestic, mighty, awesome God who is able to do abundantly and exceedingly beyond what we ask. So, Father, I just pray, Lord, that your blessing would be poured out upon Elaine and her mom. Father, that you would restore their hope, that you would restore their joy, that you would restore their desire to to go forward in you, Lord, to grow in you. Lord, I just pray, Father, for an outpouring of your Spirit upon them, Lord, for an abundance of your blessing in their life, Lord. Lord, I don't know what's going on, but you do. I don't know, Lord, their life, but you do. You see them. Your eyes are upon them right now. So I just pray your grace and your mercy. 
I pray your joy. I pray your abundant blessing upon them in Jesus' name, Father. I just pray, Lord, that you would do beyond what we ask, Lord. Lord, that there would be hope, that there would be, Lord, your will would be accomplished in their life. Father, I pray that you would bring to remembrance your word that says in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, I know the plans that I have for you, plans for your welfare and not for calamity, plans to give you a hope and a future. So, Father, I just pray, Lord, that you would bring that scripture to their mind daily, that you have a plan for their future, that there's hope in you, and that we can rely and we can depend on your desire for us, Lord. Lord, Psalm 121 tells us, where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. So I thank you, Lord, that we can call upon your name. I thank you, Lord, that we can call upon you and expect and know, Lord, that your strength and your power is able and abundant to do all that we need. So I thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you, Thank Elaine. You. God bless you, and God bless you for what you're doing. And may God bless everybody out there and give them the strength and just know that Jesus is the answer to everything. Amen. No matter what it is. Amen. God bless. Amen. God Good bless. Night. Thank you. And if you'd like to call in tonight, the number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five fifty five fifty two for the live on the air calls for your prayer requests, your Bible questions, your comments, praise reports, whatever's on your mind tonight, call in tonight at one eight 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 nine nine five fifty five fifty two. 995 Vicki uh, called, and she wants to know, does the Gypsy Ministry have a church home or a Bible study? And yes, we do. <coughs> our Bible study, <coughs> excuse me, our Bible study is every Friday night, it's also a prayer and worship meeting, so it's prayer, worship, and Bible study every Friday night at 8 p.m., and we're at 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. So, Vicki, if you'd like to come out and pray with us, if you'd like to come out and worship with us, if you'd like to come out and study the Word with us, we're at 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia every Friday night at 8 p.m. Uh, our home church uh, I go to church uh, right there on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. It's the Hills Church with Pastor Walter Hofflin. So if you need a church, if you're looking for a church to visit or make your home on Sunday mornings, we get together at 10 a.m. Uh, at the Hills Church at 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. So we get together on Friday nights at 8 p.m. and we get together on Sunday morning at 10. So if you're if you're able and you're in the area, come out on Friday night at 8 o'clock or come out at Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to Rachel. Hi, Rachel. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Okay. Thank you. Hon, dear uh, Sam Nicholas, hon, I have fever. Yeah, hon, I'm, I have fever. I'm calling for that, and I have um, arthritis pain. But you know what, hon? Mm-hmm. Dear brother, it's uh, that sharp arthritis pain it's so sharp mm-hmm. and then i do have the fever and then my son our my caretaker he don't think there is enough money to order the medicine so if you can pray that all together that that he will or, order the medicine anyway even though he thinks that there won't be enough money to do that but i think there could be that you would pray that but the main thing is in yesterday too i tried to get prayer and there was nothing hun uh, the fever and the sharp arthritis pain, I can't believe it. I'm 83, and it, it, it got so sharp. You know what? I've never known sharp arthritis pain like that. It messed me up really bad. It, it takes your strength from you. Then you get a fever, and then it, that takes your strength, because, you mm-hmm. know, that fever's like fire. Yeah. Hun, dear brother, please pray. I saw Let's... you. No, I heard you on uh, Frank Sante the other night. Oh, you're doing, hun, you're doing good. But please pray yes, that, we'll pray that, right that now. Father will help my son, Roy, my caretaker, that he'll tell him it's okay, Roy. Order your mother's medicine. Please pray, hon. Father, we just come before you, Lord. And I hear in Rachel's voice, Lord, the the anxiousness, Lord, and the, the, the pain, Lord, that, that just that's just reeking over her body. Lord, but we pray. We pray to a God who's able to do all things. Father, you can take this fever with the touch of your hand. 
So I pray, Lord, that you would relieve her of this fever, that you would relieve her from this pain, Lord. Lord, that there would be relief. Lord, that there would be healing. That there would be hope, Lord. That all things would be done for your glory, Lord. We, we, we come before you, Lord. We just read the scripture. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call. Call for the elders of the church. Anointing them with, with oil, Lord. We just anoint Rachel right now with the oil of your Holy Spirit. We ask, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would fill her. That your Holy Spirit would anoint her, Lord, with the anointing power of healing, Lord. That you would take this fever, Lord. That her fever, that her temperature would be normal, Lord. Lord, that you would take this arthritis pain from her, Lord, and cast it back into the depths of hell, Lord. We talked about hell tonight, Lord. Send pain and suffering to hell, Lord, because it doesn't, it shouldn't be with your children because we are your children. We are washed and cleansed through the blood of Jesus Christ, saved from the fires of hell, Lord. And, and our future is to be with you in your kingdom, Father. But until then, we seek, Lord, your blessing upon this earth. So we seek your blessing for Rachel, Lord, so the, the relief of this fever, Lord, and the release of this pain, Lord, from her body, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you would just work with her son, her caretaker, Lord, and that there would be enough money, Lord, for the, for the, for the, for the medication that she needs, Father. I pray that you provide a way, Lord, in everything, Lord, that needs to be done, Lord. I pray that you would be the provider, Jehovah Jireh, Lord, our provider. Lord, be the Jehovah Jireh in her life, Lord. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen. 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 Dear brother, uh, amen. Dear brother Sam Nicholas, hun, mm-hmm. um, fear. How for fear? How, what would you say to the father for fear to lift? I I feel I feel fear too. I, I feel it everything <clears throat> all together at the same time. Well, you know, I I, I often uh, go to Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. And Jeremiah, you know, will, will Jeremiah, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven will relieve you of that fear when you take confidence in this in this fact. And let me, <clears throat> excuse me, let me turn to it for just a second. Jeremiah twenty nine, you know, twenty nine eleven tells us this. I know, hold on, it's coming up right here. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. When you call upon me and come and pray to me, I will listen to you. You will seek me and you will find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will restore you. I will restore your fortunes. I will gather you from all the nations. So we can have this this confidence that God has a plan for our life. God has a plan for everything that we need, that everything we desire. Do you, do, okay. do you agree with that? Yes. <clears throat> and also, and also, I, 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 when it comes to fear, you know, Philippians uh, four six comes to mind. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God which surpasses all all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So, you know, the, you. you need to, you know, peace you needs know. to replace fear. Okay. You know, perfect peace. And that perfect peace comes when we pray and when we seek the Lord. Be anxious for nothing, but in all things, through prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, yeah. let your request be made known unto God. And his okay. peace will guard your heart. Amen. Yes, uh, amen, amen. Well, God brother, bless you. God you know bless what, you, Rachel. Huh? You know what, hon? What I is this good? What I try to do when I get back there, fear. I I, I do like this. I, I I say in Jesus' name. I say Jesus, blessed blood in Jesus' blessed name. Now, will that help? That's what I try to do. Well, any prayer, you know, just pray and talk to God. You you don't have to use certain words or say Jesus, blessed blood. Those words are you know, okay. the the words are not important. It's your heart talking to Jesus. Just okay. call upon His name and just tell Him what you're going through, and He knows already. But He wants you to call upon His name okay. and just seek Him out. Okay, you know, brother. Th- thank you. You know what? Thank God, hon, for you being there. You know what? Have you been there for three years now? Three years ago? Uh, I've been here for thirty-one years. No, I know. But when you came back on. This here now, what you're doing now, was that three years ago? Yes, yes. We, we became the Gypsy Christian Hour about three years ago, yes. Okay, I want to say to you that 
I, I didn't want to call in for prayer because I don't want to cry, but I was that one that called you the first time you were there for the first year. Mm-hmm. It's three years, I think it is right now, you're right. The first year, I called you, and I was the one, hun, that told you that the, the, the father, uh, uh, um, remember what I told you, that the father, that what good thing, that good thing, honey, what good thing, that you make happen for others, uh-huh. our dear father maker, saying that, hun, that he will make, hun, a good thing happen for you. Thank you. I was that one, and you, yeah, and you know what? I honest Father God, I can't believe it. You're still there. It's three years ago. <laughs> Hun, and when I called you, like right now, I'm really nervous. And when I called you that first time, too, I was crying because I, I, I was real nervous, like I am now. And you know what? And you're still there. And Father, thank you. I'm so, I, I, I know I've heard you for all, I don't know if all the 31 years, but I know you've been there a long time. Yeah. And then now, this time, I'm, I was thinking, Rachel, now it's three years now, and yeah. tell him that I was that one, honey. Well, thank you, you so much. You remember? And you said to me, thank you for the kind words. And you know, when you said that, and you're still there. You're, right now, you're still there right now. See? Thank, thank God, hon. Thank God. Well, God bless you. Thank you for your call, Rachel. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your encouragement. Okay, thank you. God we, bless. I, I love the gypsy people. Thank you, dear brother. Thank you. God, thank God you. God bless. You God bless you. God bless. Okay, we also have a prayer request from Miranda in Pasadena. Her request is for her son, Matthew. Her son, Matthew, was diagnosed with cancer at 18 years old, and he needs God to help uh, to move forward. So, Father, we just come before you. You are Jehovah Jireh, God our provider. You are Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi. How many titles, Lord, can we have for you, Lord? But you are all in all. We describe you in so many ways, Lord, but you are our provider, our healer, our peace, our our salvation. You are all, you, you're everything, Lord. And here's this young man, Lord, 18 years old, diagnosed with cancer, Father. And so many young men and women have been diagnosed with cancer and are going through chemotherapy or radiation or surgeries. Lord, we just pray, Lord, right now, we pray for Matthew, Lord. We just bring him before you, Father, that you would miraculously heal him, Lord. Lord, that you would destroy these cancer cells in his body and that they would be gone through the power of Almighty and awesome God. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would use this situation for your glory, that the doctors would be amazed at what, what, how, how, how you would work, Father, not how the chemotherapy works or the, 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 whatever he might have to go through, Lord, for healing, but how you work and how awesome and mighty your power is. Lord, we thank you for medicine and we thank you for doctors, but our dependence and our, our, our faith and our hope is in you, especially for Matthew, Lord. I just pray that you'd give him the power peace to know that you're with him, Lord, the grace and the mercy to just follow you, Lord, to move forward. And Lord, we pray for Miranda, Lord, that you would just give her wisdom and give her peace to rest in you, Lord, and to know that Matthew is safe in your hands, Lord, and that there will be healing for him in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. We've uh, gotten through most of the program already, and I want to just touch on Mark chapter 16 you know we went through it last night at the bible study and we had a great uh, uh discussion last night really about uh, something that was brought up tonight about hell and where is hell and who's in hell and does hell exist and uh who's hell created for and, and and did jesus go to hell you know a lot of people think that jesus went to hell and fought with uh, with satan but he didn't he never went to hell. He went to paradise. He went to the place, uh, the grave. It's called Sheol. It's called Hades. But it's not hell. It's not Gehenna. He never went there. And uh, there would be no reason for him to go there because there's nobody there right now. You know, hell, hell, hell though it exists, is not occupied right now. Uh, everybody who, who, who died in rejection of Jesus Christ, they're suffering in, uh, in Hades, uh, in a place of torment uh, opposite the bosom of Abraham. Jesus went to the bosom of Abraham to proclaim to those who were waiting for the Messiah that he had come. But that's for a different discussion. That's for a different time, a different uh, study. Tonight we're going to talk about uh, Mark chapter 16. It says in the first verse that uh, when the Sabbath was over, (coughs) excuse me, 
when the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene and Mary, mother of James and Sol- Salome, bought spices so that they might come and anoint him. They were coming to anoint Jesus. But it's interesting that it says, when the Sabbath was over. The Sabbath was always Saturday. It was never any other day. There was always the Sabbath. The Sabbath is Saturday. And when Saturday was over, and it was the first day of the week, we'll read on, <clears throat> they came to anoint Jesus, to finish the work that couldn't be completed because the Sabbath was coming. You know, it was Friday, and Jesus was on the cross. He had died on the cross on Friday, Friday afternoon. And they couldn't finish anointing his body for burial because the Sabbath was coming at 6 o'clock on Friday. You know, Friday, 6 o'clock, 6 p.m., begins the Sabbath. That's on the Jewish calendar. That's how the Jews measured the days. The Saturday began at 6 p.m. on Friday. It's a little confusing, but that's the way it was back then. And still today for Orthodox Jews, the Sabbath starts Friday at 6 p.m. So this was after the Sabbath. So the Sabbath was over. Uh, they couldn't finish the the, burial, the, the, the anointing of Jesus' body because the Sabbath was coming. So they uh, wrapped him in linen cloths and put him in the, in the tomb of Joseph of Arimathea. So the work to prepare Jesus' body for burial can now be completed because the Sabbath, Saturday, was over. They couldn't finish because it was Saturday. It was the Sabbath. And no, no work can be done on the Sabbath. And now that the Sabbath had passed, work could begin again. And the work can be done. So on this, in the second verse, it says, very early on the first day of the week. The first day of the week is Sunday. So Jesus died on a Friday. He was buried. He spent the rest of Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday morning he rose from the dead. Very early on the first day of the week, they came to the tomb when the sun had risen. They were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? There was a stone in front of the tomb. That, that that tomb had been sealed with a stone, and there was a Roman stamp on it also. And they're saying to themselves, who's going to roll away this stone? You know, even though they knew that they were unable, even though they knew about this stone that was in front of the tomb, they couldn't get into the tomb because of the stone. Even though they knew they were unable to roll the stone away by themselves, they went to the tomb by faith. They went to the tomb because they were determined to finish the job of the of the anointing of Jesus's body they wanted to finish the burial of Jesus Christ they wanted to finish up for their messiah they wanted to finish up for their master they wanted to finish up for their loved one this is somebody that they followed this is somebody that they loved this is somebody that they cared for and they were determined they were determined to finish the job that needed to be done they knew what needed to be done for Jesus and even though that stone was there that stone wasn't going to stop them that stone wasn't going to hinder them even though they knew that they didn't have the strength to roll away the stone. But it says, looking up, they saw the stone had been rolled away, although it was extremely large. And entering the tomb, what did they see? Who did they see? They saw a young man sitting at the right, wearing a white robe, and they were amazed. This was an angel. This was an angel sitting there, and he said to them, Do not be amazed. You are looking for Jesus, the Nazarene, who had been crucified. And I love these three words. He has risen. The greatest three words that have ever been spoken, ever. He has risen. Jesus Christ has risen from the dead. Now, this is the greatest event that has ever taken place, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the salvation for humanity, the, you know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. You know, yeah, other, others who have, who have claimed to be the Messiah, others who have claimed to be God, others who have claimed to be the answer have died and have stayed dead. Jesus is the only one who showed that his claims are true because he rose from the dead. 
You know, Muhammad died, and he stayed dead. Buddha died, and he stayed dead. Every other person who claimed to be uh, the answer to, to this world's problems or who had the answer, you know, they died and they stayed dead. But Jesus Christ said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. He said, I am the bread of life, I am the resurrection. And then he proved it by being raised from the dead. The angel said, he has risen. He is not here. Behold, here is the place where they laid him. So he's showing them, here's the place where they laid him. He was here. He was dead. Yes, he died on the cross. He physically died on the cross, but he is not here anymore. He has risen. Jesus was not there. He had risen from the dead. They thought it was all over. You know, they they watched him for three and a half years. They followed him for three and a half years. They saw his ministry, and they thought it was all over. They thought now that he had died, there was nothing to look forward to. We were going to finish the the, the the anointing of his body and the, his burial, and it's done. It's over. But they didn't understand. It wasn't over. Things had just begun. It really wasn't over. It had just begun. Things had just begun. And the world would never, ever be the same. You know, things weren't over at the cross. Things were not finished at the burial because he would rise. He would rise from the dead. And the angel said, he has risen. What an awesome, what an awesome phrase. He has risen. Those three words gave hope. Those three words were said in power. He has risen. He's alive. And he is the risen Christ. He is the God of the universe. No one can ever say again that Jesus is dead because he's alive. The angel said, go tell his disciples and Peter. You know, and that, that really was interesting to me. Why wouldn't he just say, go tell the disciples, including Peter? You know, just include Peter. He's a disciple. He's an apostle. Go tell the disciples. Go tell his disciples. He said, go tell his disciples and Peter. The angel knew what Peter had done how he had denied Christ three times and the angel knew that Peter would need something special Peter would need restoration and we would see that if you were to go on and read in in the book of Acts after the resurrection Peter's encounter with Jesus and how Jesus asked him three times Peter do you love me and how Peter needed to be restored so Peter needed to know especially that Jesus is resurrected. Jesus is alive. And he said, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. They went out and fled from the tomb, for trembling and astonishment had gripped them. And now here's, 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 here's really something interesting. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. What were they afraid of? They had just seen an angel, and the angel had just given them the proclamation that Jesus is risen. But they were afraid. What were they afraid of? They were afraid of not being believed. No one would believe that Jesus has risen, and especially told from women. Women were not believable. Women were not accepted in courts of law as their as being eyewitnesses to anything their testimony didn't 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 account for anything didn't mean anything because women were not believable you know if you want to if you want to tell a story if you want to express something that happened don't ask a woman to 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 tell it because nobody at that time would believe it they were afraid of not being believed their word wouldn't be taken as, uh, taken as substantial. They wouldn't be taken seriously. And look what happened after this. In verse 9, Now after, they, after he had risen early on the first day of the week, he first appeared to Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons. 
And then she went. You know, eventually she took courage and she went out and reported to those who had been with him while they were mourning and weeping. So we have a picture of the disciples. They're somewhere mourning and weeping. They're all together uh, mourning over the death of Jesus Christ, of their Messiah, of their their, their rabbi, the, the one they'd followed for the last three and a half years. So they're together, and Mary goes and she tells them what happened, that she saw an angel, that Christ had risen, and says in the 11th verse, and when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they refused to believe it. So they refused to believe it. Exactly what the women were afraid of has happened. Their story is not being believed. They're not being believed. The disciples are not believing that Christ has risen. Why? Why aren't they believing the account of Mary? Well, we'll see in a few minutes that their hearts had been hardened. You know, that they just didn't believe. They couldn't believe that Christ had risen from the dead. And you know, I wonder, they were witnesses to Christ raising Lazarus from the dead. They were witnesses when he raised Jairus, when he healed Jairus' daughter. Why couldn't they believe that Jesus had the power to be raised from the dead when he raised Lazarus from the dead, when he healed so many, when he cast out demons? You know, it says in the 12th verse, after that, he also appeared in a different form to two of them while they were walking along on their way to the country. Now, if you want to read about this, you can go to Luke twenty-four, thirteen through 35. Uh, the two disciples were on the road to Emmaus. And it says that Jesus appeared to them, but he didn't allow them to recognize him. They clouded their eyes to who he, who, to who he really was. But he stayed with them, and he walked with them, and he talked with them. And it says, when they realized who Jesus was, they went and they reported it to the others, but they did not believe them either. So look at this. The disciples will not believe that Jesus Christ has risen from the dead, but Jesus has risen from the dead. You know, the world doesn't believe that Jesus has risen from the dead either. The world doesn't believe that Christ is alive, but Christ is alive. It says, afterward, he appeared to the eleven themselves as they were reclining at the table, and he reproached them. He rebuked them for their for their unbelief in the hardness of their heart, because they had not believed those had been he had been seen after him. It says that he rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they had not believed those who had seen him after he had risen. And he said to them, and he says to us, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Go. Okay, now you've seen me. Believe in your heart. Know that I have risen. And go and preach the gospel. What are you doing? Are you going or are you staying? You know, someone called us tonight to tell us that she's been going and she's been leading people to Christ. What are you doing? Have you told anybody this week? Have you told anybody this month? Have you told anybody this year about Jesus Christ? Have you ever said those three words? He has risen. He's alive. And he's ready to save you. He's ready to bless you. He's ready to be a part of your life. I encourage you. Tell somebody that Jesus loves them. Show somebody that Jesus loves them through your life and through what you do. Well, as you can tell about the music in the background, our time's over for tonight. Thanks for, for being here. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for calling in. And I hope you'll join us this Friday for prayer and worship and the Word. I hope you'll be back here next week and we'll we'll be together again to pray and to worship, to seek the Lord in His Word. So, God bless you and good night.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.